foie gras, pulled pork, bok choy, squid ink, dining with Doug and Karen. Hey everyone, my name is Doug. My name is Karen Anderson, hi. And this <laughs> is Dining with D&K. The new re... Streamlined. The show's been reimagined. Not only is the title shorter, we are now visiting restaurants throughout Los Angeles and hopefully throughout the world uh, and chatting and chewing. And we have a guest on each episode is the plan. And today's guest is Jesse May Peluso. Jesse May Peluso. That's right. Yeah. I'm just here for the food. I have to be honest. Yeah. Really? You don't, you don't need to pause between the... Uh, Jesse and the May. Yeah, you Jesse can just because it's let it one roll. word. It's one word. It's like not share. one of those two. Yeah, exactly. But you go by Jesse. Sure thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Jess, Jay, even just like a, a facial expression, I'll answer to that. Like, yeah. And what will you say? I'm like, what's up? How you doing? Everything okay? It looks like you have indigestion. What if I go like this? I'm like, what's the matter? You had a bad day? Looks like somebody caught I'm you off in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> How many um, restaurants have you guys oh, been is, to? So many? Wait, I got an idea for you. This is what you got to do. Tell me. For stand-up. You got to just tell people to make impress- uh, make faces at you. <laughs> and then I'll well, say what they're feeling. This is a new way yeah. of improv. Yeah. And okay. also like a new way of therapy of like really getting to their core issue. See if you're right. Yeah. Is it indigestion or your mom? An we've undealt been to, with issue. Um, <laughs> we've been to a few spots now. And uh, they've all been great so far. And, um, but they've been uh, open for business while we were doing it. This is an interesting one today because we are at, uh, here's looking at you on the corner of 6th and uh, it's a couple blocks from, from Western. Koreatown. Yeah, Koreatown-ish. Which is an up-and-comer, by It really way. is. Oh, yeah. This place There's is all cool sweet. sorts of places around yeah. here. Yeah, and this is one of them. Uh, and it's a... Uh, I guess primarily a burger establishment. Well, it's they're interesting for, artwork. How I found them was they're known for a really great burger. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have other, I looked at their menu. They have other stuff, obviously. And a full bar, I see. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's, that's the most important. That was one of the things that got me excited about it, is that on their social meds, it's, uh, it does mention that they are into preparing a fancy cocktail. What's better than a fancy cocktail and a burger? That's a I pretty mean, good combo. That's like... That's when you're just like, fuck it. You know, when you're just like, I've had a rough week. Where are you on uh, ve- the vegetarian thing? Like, uh, you know, I don't lean you, that people way. people constantly, yeah, it feels like you're it. very uh, pro-animals. Yeah, I'm pro-animals. I lean that way, but I also like my meat lean once in a while. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just enjoy a burger once in a while. Like, I honestly yeah. crave it. Quality. Quality meat. Yeah. All about the quality meat. Yeah, because you can't waste that. It's got to be good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I, I try and stay balanced, but shit's delicious. Not shit, yeah. but burgers. Yeah, and there's people that are constantly, you know, uh, like you're on, you know, Instagram or Twitter. And by people, I mean Nikki Glaser. It's just <laughs> constantly trying to make me feel bad for liking meat. And I don't blame no. her because it's a good cause, but shit. Making people feel like, bad is a bad I like, tactic. I like meat. <laughs> yeah, well... Those videos, you know. Uh, those videos are brutal. Yeah. Yeah. But not all people, that, you know, there's not all people that sell meat treat the animals that way in order to right. get the meat. Yeah, That's not the standard MO. There are a lot of people who do that, but. And, and, you know, it's unfortunate, but some animals have to go. Yes. Like, there's too many of there's some a lot kinds of, of animals. That's why people started to eat them. They're all around, yeah. you know. Someone's really snacking on a rabbit. Things, right? Like oysters. Oh, they're so good. That's an animal. Yeah. That's an animal. Well, there's a ton of them. They're so good. They're stuck Does to Peta people's step boats. Up for oh, wait, that's, barnacles. that's barnacles. I wonder what barnacles taste like. Someone had to be hungry enough to try that out. Someone oh, yeah. ate an artichoke. It must be hard. It must be like eating a rock or something. Yeah, like really like. Or they try for the inside. Imagine an oyster. To. Yeah. All right, you guys. We got to ask Jessie Mae what she's been up to lately before we. Uh, dive in? Before we dive into some. What have I, what have I been up to? Burgery. Working. Working. Yeah, we you know, were at the uh, the Lemon Haze Festival. Yep, right here. You know what I was up my to? Shirt. Oh yeah, Bringing the Lemon Haze Cannabis Convention. Yeah, so and much comedy stuff. Festival. And, oh, I didn't see that yeah. on the, the, and the left. Guess which part was the comedy festival part? 
Me and Jasmine. <laughs> and Donnell. Donnell and uh, and uh, Judah, who's Judah, asthmatic and Freelander and uh, oh, he's, he's pure comedy. Then he was pure comedy. He just did comedy. He just showed up and did it. And and they, I wasn't there the night he went on, but they liked him a lot. Yeah, they had fun. Yeah. The best part was that like we walked around with our bags, and it was like trick or treat for people who enjoy, you know, things of the green nature. Yeah. Especially yeah. Doug. Doug looked like he incredible. stole things. He had so much stuff. Well, I mean, look at me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, all my clothes I'm wearing right now are from there. Yeah. He looked like he looted the joint. People were handing him industrial-sized jars. Oh, yeah. I had a giant box Remember of stuff. Remember that bud? Did you get that bud home? Got everything. The huge we, one? We ditched some stuff. We gave a bunch of stuff to the valet at the hotel. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, he was very excited. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we... Uh, we did bring home a lot of stuff because you really, you really can travel with these days. Did yeah. you get any new sunglasses? You're always getting sunglasses. Well, you know, you know, they're always generally free ones. These ones, the, the word "ween" is uh, scratched coming off. But is it "ween" uh, or "weed"? Ween. ween. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ween the band. I guess they had an album called Boog Niche. <laughs> I guess. I but, think you're known you know, for your sunglasses a little bit. Yeah, oh, for sure. You know, I, Put it out there that that I I like my eyes to be shielded from the sun. Are you a vampire? That's one of my favorite hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's talk to the uh, proprietor. Is that the right word? Yeah. What oh, we're talking about? Let's invite her over. <laughs> the here, co-proprietor here in her own restaurant. Linta, everybody. Yes. Hi. Hi. First of all, let's just go straight for the shirt, Jesse May. I love the shirt. She has so much class and style. Very unique. Just bought it last week in Paris. It, oh, you said it was. Come on. You said it was new but old. Is it vintage? It's yes. Yeah, it's really <laughs> new to nice. my life. Six days. It's beautiful. Old in the in France. You guys will see it on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, you look like you own a chateau in that shirt. That is the dream. Paris. <laughs> Good time to go to Paris this around now. There's an article that says that Paris. The best time to go to Paris is November. It was really really cold. Someone yeah, see, that's, bones, but that's what I, I was wondering about. Like, they just get winter like we do, right? Yeah. I thought it was lovely. It was like a perfect black and white postcard the entire time I was there. <laughs> Gorgeous, right? Scenic. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, lots but of no lights. sun. Lots of lights. People on so bikes beautiful. with baguettes in the basket. Too that's cold what I imagine. For bikes. Oh. Summertime, it's like that. Berets? Too cold for berets? Berets everywhere. Nice. Yeah, nice. Nice. Nice plastic packaging. Style. A nice. Uh, Lenny Kravitz scarf. <laughs> a nice skinny bringing, scarf. Yeah, is that yeah, back? Yeah. Is that going way it back It didn't go now? away. <laughs> oh. it didn't, that doesn't go away. There's always a dude in a scarf. Yeah, with a beret. And he's American, just living his life. <laughs> Not understanding. <laughs> Coffee. Did you eat any burgers while you were there? I didn't. I tried to abstain from my favorite food while I was in France. In, in the hopes of eating specific French food. But I ate one as yeah. soon as I landed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just wondering what your opinion would be on a, a French... Burger. I mean, I they do sure make them delicious. there, right? They do. Oh, yeah. yes. I love their paninis. That, uh, the street paninis, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, one of the ones I always liked there was the... Uh, and, of course, the first time I went there, I had, like, zero cash, and it was, like, a buck for it, you know? And you oh, get wow. this flattened hot dog. Do they still have the... I haven't Ooh. been there in a long time. That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> uh, but it's a panini hot dog. Oh, my God. I would just crave it. I would just love it so much. It that sounds so amazing. It sounds amazing. Especially it, just street meat. Ooh. Street meat. Does something to me. Does something to my soul. Yes. Yeah, oh, what a great place, too. Makes you feel like a sturdy so, woman. When you came back here where you're like, well, I guess I live in a pretty good place, too. Or you're like, Paris really kicks ass on L.A. Oh, I like everywhere I visit. Okay. And I, but I absolutely love where I live. So it was great to be home and to be back in the restaurant, of course. What was the, rest- the best thing you ate there? Best thing I ate? Like something where you just slowly ate it. You know when something's good, you just eat it slowly, you savor it? Oh, there were so many best things I ate, but um, they, they had a lot of... It was the season for really tiny bivalves, like clams, oh. cockles, and then other bivalves that I had never seen that are apparently, you know... Like barnacles? We were just talking about barnacles. We were just talking about barnacles. I had sea snails, for sure, that came with these cute little toothpick-looking things to sort of dig them out. But there was a... snails? There was a, They're good. What do they yeah. taste like? Um, like chewy, more well, flavorful than octopus, actually. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know if I could eat good. a snail. And it came in these cute little shells that, you know, a child would collect. <laughs> and, um, and, but I also... My favorite thing that I ate were these things called tallines, which look like the tiniest little clams you've ever seen, but they're a little bit longer. They look like little fake fingernails, actually. They're like little plastic, <laughs> but, you know, there's two of them. Um, and then obviously the 
five out the, the meat inside was easy but it came in this broth which they just called aioli but it was just a french cream broth it was the most french thing i ate that sounds delicious definitely these tallines it was so good so then they gave us bread obviously then i think that they saw how we were enjoying that broth so much they gave us big giant spoons to scoop it up it was, it was so that's yummy. nice they notice they know they know they have you, really you, good service did in you Paris. get to go like i always notice like restaurant tours and stuff like they always get to know people there and then get a little special treatment yeah like some I mean, free stuff well, just like the, like, you got to try this. Like, yeah. this isn't maybe not on the menu today, oh, that kind of stuff. Right, you know? right. We didn't really get that as much, well, um, but I didn't expect that. We, yeah, we you, do that a lot here, actually, in, in at Here's Looking at You. We try to treat certainly members of the industry very, very well because um, we know how hard it is to work in this industry. But, um, no, I, I thought all my meals that I had in Paris, just the five nights I was there, were oh, exceptional. Great. Yeah. I just want to go there for the food now. I mean, so I'm just going to lay in my hotel room and just have people bring me things from around town. This <laughs> <laughs> is success. Where does the name Here's Looking at You come from? Why, why is it called that? Uh, I, we chose it because um, it's a reference, of course, to uh, a cocktail toast. Here's a toast to looking at you. Mm-hmm. Just nobody says the full phrase. And, <laughs> you know, at the time that we needed a name for the business that obviously wasn't born yet, um, we had a lot of intentions of it being a full cocktail bar. You know, we were waiting on a lot of decision makers to, to decide whether we could serve full liquor, but I think by putting it in the universe that we wanted to name it after a, a cocktail toast, I think that kind of helped us get the get the full liquor in, get the tequila in. Yeah, because you got... Uh, Ooh, tequila's my life. <laughs> so, you, so you do have a, a, a full bar, but then also do you have like a uh, drink menu? Yes. Seasonally, like some- we have um, a craft menu seasonal cocktail that our cocktail director and team members devise every year. And every season, I'm sorry, every season, um, every season there's a theme. And the themes generally center around, they have to center around Los Angeles, the restaurant, um, and some kind of other special theme. So for example, our first theme when we opened was called Origin Story, and that every little cocktail sort of told the story of how the restaurant came to be. So there was a drink, for example, inspired by Morrissey or other musical bands and things that Chef Jonathan and I used to listen to as a kid or, you know, the pilgrimage that we took to New Orleans to drink all the alcohol we could fit into two days so that we could do research, which is definitely (laughs) in quotes for the listeners. Uh, And then, you know, and then the current menu is um, the theme is style. So each drink is um, a reference or an ode to Maybe the most stylish guest that we have here, that which which we call the hat lady. She comes in with a fabulous new hat every time <laughs> she comes and eats. Or it's um, after some of our favorite L.A. designers, like the Rodarte sisters. So we have a mezcal forward drink called the Dos Hermanas, which is named after those two lovely, talented designers. So things like that. We, so we try to have a this is like, good time. Yeah, that's awesome. Cocktails. That's really creative. I just don't think like, you know, Chick-fil-A does that. Chick-fil-A does not do this. They just have, they spend a lot of time. I grew up in Georgia, so I know about Chick-fil-A very much. Um, They spend a lot of time. A signature drink called the traditional marriage cocktail. That's their. (laughs) (laughs) You looked at me like that was really. I did. She gets me every time. Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> oh, God, you were amazing, Lynn. Yeah. So, here's the question, though. Um, there's no bartender here today, is there? There's a bartender here every day, but we open at 6. That's so. what I mean. I mean this afternoon. <laughs> right. We should mention that, I think I tried to mention this earlier, that the restaurant is not open. So right. thank you for uh, letting us do this. Oh, of course. And, well, someone uh, would always here. Refuge. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, because uh, I was excited that you have uh, a, a cocktail. Doug's trying to ask you for a He's drink. He's trying to ask for a cocktail. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, that, that I would love for that to be part of it, but, we, you know, we can't... Uh, we their, it's their call. We could, we could shut we the front window. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, Lynn, I don't know. When Chef comes over, maybe Lynn goes back there and pours you something. I don't know. Do you actually make the drinks it's sometimes? Too complicated. Yeah, right. They don't. I can make drinks, but I am the world's. I make delicious drinks, but I am probably the world's slowest bartender there is. Um, I have no time. style, um, <laughs> but we, I take a long time, which is why the drink is precise. Can we see the drink menu and just? I, I'd love to just talk about what's yeah, on there. Which one? I'll bring a couple menus. Which ones look the good? The Hat Lady. <laughs> yeah. That's I a love fun the hat one. Lady. Yeah, I want to meet the yeah, hat lady. Yeah, I want to know when fun. 
Sounds like she only comes in when she can afford a new hat. Yeah, just to show it <laughs> off. I'm thinking she probably, and I don't want to say that's not that this isn't the only place she does it. She might take it around town. Smart. Oh, she does. Oh um, yeah. She does. I don't think she's been in yet since she's seen the menu, so she doesn't know that there's a drink that's named after her. That's oh, awesome. But I saw her once in the in the audience at the Hollywood Bowl, and I was like, there she is. So she's always <laughs> in a hat. Um, this is the cocktail list. Oh, I love this. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. This is a great way to get me to come back if I can't have any of the cocktails Fancy drinks. today. <laughs> I love when there's just like actual ingredients back. beyond limes and maraschino cherries. Oh, definitely. You know what I'm the saying? The team puts a lot of thought into devising these creative cocktails. Like buffalo trace. I was just looking at that. I'm like, what's buffalo, buffalo trace? trace? Sounds like something. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, could you put just a trace of buffalo in that? <laughs> just a just a trace yeah. is all I need. This is uh, it's been a lonely summer. Super, oh, super impressive. Sounds, These both they, they so sound good. amazing. They sound so unique and different, and have things in them that I've never heard of that I want to try. Read a all whole of one, it. Jesse May, with your um, with read, your, with read your the, great voice. read one of them. Yeah. First date. Everybody's looking for a fun first date. Hollywood Oasis Date Vodka. I mean. So that's a vodka that's distilled right here in Hollywood, California, made from uh, California dates. Oh, girl. Double meaning. Solbeso. What's Solbeso? That. Oh, my God. Sounds like my drunk uncle. That is some kind of. Hold on. Hold on. Solbeso. Sounds like the guy you you invite to the party and you immediately regret it because you know he's just going to destroy your place and not leave that's a cacao fruit brandy oh so it oh, is delightful sounds good clear creek slivovitz that's um a portland oregon made plum brandy wow you guys handpicked this stuff dry oh, vermouth yeah. which is classic what makes it a wet martini which mm. is what we prefer amaretto which is also classic Miracle Mile Umi Bitters. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing um, that's a handmade bitters. Uh, it's a brand, yeah, it's a brand called Miracle Mile. They make tons of different types of flavored bitters, and this one is Ume, which is Japanese plum. Are we considered to be in Miracle Mile now or just close to it? No, we're just, yeah, we're just close to it. I don't know if this brand, I'm not personally familiar if it's named right, the for words Miracle, Miracle Mile. Mile might not be a they, reference but I've to known the brand. That's what well, I thought. We, this, look at all these drinks. It opens up. Yeah. Each one is so unique. Is, these are just the ones for fall and winter of Right. So, yeah, wow. these are the specialty cocktails, what we call our menu cocktails, and then we can certainly make um, over 200 different types of classics as well. I um, mean, yeah. our program is legit. I would definitely order one of these uh, fancy ones. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a fancy drink orderer. Usually it's just tequila on the rocks or red wine. I'm very simple when it comes to... My drink. What do you drink when you go out, Doug? Do you oh, have yeah, like a... I'm just vodka soda. Right? Simple. I don't, I don't really change it up much, but... When you come to a place like this, though, and you see all these fancy ingredients, you're like, well, I'm a lady about town tonight. Right, and when they put them all together... Also, I just don't like the, the straight-up taste of a lot of uh, hard liquor. And uh, when they're mixed in in these things, sometimes it, you, know, you don't even know it's there. You don't even know it's, it's hidden. Yeah. I mean, you put some... You put some of Scrappy's chocolate bitters in a drink. <laughs> you you put, know, you're going to forget about the bourbon. <laughs> you put some peanut butter stout syrup and you're going to be oh, fine. I mean, that one. Oh, God, that, that does sounds sound like so a good, good night. <laughs> I mean, and when you, yeah, three spirited posset elixir. Posset? Mm. I mean, all yeah. of these sound so I mean, good. This is fine. I, I have to go. read you guys a shape of green. I just have to. It's the last one on the menu, but it sounds so good. Wilder California gin. Jelinek, Fernet, lime, maple, tonic, kiwi, cucumber, and Thai basil. Bye. Good night. Well, you gotta take off. Good night. Yep, I'm leaving. I just I wanted to read that to no, you. No, the leave. good night has uh, <laughs> <laughs> old right, granddad bonded. <laughs> um, yeah, I will definitely be into trying some of these. And so then uh, the, the uh, cocktail menu will change in the spring, I guess. Yes. Nice. This is great. Yeah, it's very impressive. Cool. Should we uh, What's try this, one uh, of your famous burgers? Uh, think? I think they're getting made right All now. Right. Yeah, so they'll come out whenever they're ready. Oh, this is their menu. Yeah, so that's our dinner menu. Whoa. I mean, you, you guys are on another level. This is way <laughs> fancier than I was <laughs> <Yeah>. expecting. <laughs> You're... Doug didn't do his research. Uh, <laughs> well, mean, you know, I just saw, uh, you know... Uh, 
Well, how, what's the basic description? Uh, burgers and classic co- or uh, fancy cocktails. We just on happen Google. to serve a burger. Yeah. We don't, it's not even on the menu, actually. Okay. Um, it's served at the bar nightly if they are available. And it actually is on the weekend brunch menu. And we just started serving brunch a couple of months ago. So that's on Saturdays and, and you Sundays. You only serve it one way. No, yeah, no we just variations. have a, we just yep. have one burger. I'm definitely coming back here because yeah, I need should. to literally try everything on your menu, and I love that you have me on your menu. Kate Moss. Uh, oh, Kate Moss. Okay. <laughs> well, you can call me that if you want, but it's me. And <laughs> you have so many nicknames. I have so many. Nicknames. Flat hot dog. What was it? Was that one? <laughs> Look at this one with a callback. Oh, she's great. This is a, this is like. I just yeah. I, I I'm I'm so impressed by the, the all the different ingredients you guys have. This is where you take people from out of town. Yeah, you're like you got to come to this place. Yeah, I love this. Uh, the right? small print at the bottom. There's a lot of standard stuff, but it also says "Kitchen Love" in quotes. Is a three percent charge added to all checks to benefit our non-tip eligible employees? That's great. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. That's smart. That's very cool. Thanks, yep. Guys. Yeah. Our kitchen family, this charge can be removed upon request. I bet you don't get a lot of people going, hey, would you mind taking off that 3% off my $300 <laughs> bill? I'm or a whatever they rack her. up. It's only <laughs> happened a couple of times. And it's not so much take it off our bill. Um, it's, it's, they want to really question what that is. Really? And where that money is headed. And like I said, we've been open two and a half years, and it's only happened to me a couple of times. But... Um, yeah, the money gets evenly distributed between all the members in the kitchen. Sounds pretty fair. It's yeah, totally fair. I love it. I love grilling like her about it. Like, yeah. now, could I? I'd like to interview everyone from the kitchen. <laughs> can we speak Do to you each really get this money? Yeah. Can you open your purse? Uh, <laughs> we need to see what's going on with this. No, this, this menu is unbelievable. And then the the desserts just have a little in parentheses sweet above them. Is that what's going on down there or is that yes those are the desserts i love it roasted <laughs> chestnut mochi that one's my favorite <gasps> right i now. love it's mochi so, so much it's a warm dessert warm mochi it's so delicious oh, our pastry chef so tessa created that from her brain she's so talented frozen pear soda mm-hmm. espuma fermented honey avocado leaf and sorrel this is what that I, one's new i we want just, it i just ate it I'm last come, night is it so good it's so good i should not have I'm allergic to bananas, and somehow this dessert tastes like bananas. Ugh. It tastes like more than that. It tastes, it's kind of like uh, fermented honey milk, boba, yes, creaminess. frozen soda air. Oh. <laughs> and, it, and then we do classic cocktail pairings with each of the desserts. So the cocktail that pairs with that dessert is called the oh. Quick Fix, which includes pisco and elderflower liqueur. It's great. I love some elderflower liqueur. Me People too. don't use it a lot. So nice use it all the time. Dash it in there. It adds just a little. Body. So so good. It's, it's like the, one of the <laughs> best smelling Michael Winslow just dropped in. <laughs> Put in a little. <laughs> Put in a little. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was my next question? Oh, so I can barely get through a sentence on this menu without having a thing there that I go, oh, I wonder what that is. Like how much do you have? How much do you talk the customers through the? Because I assume that's true of a lot of people. That uh, there's some pretty uh, interesting things on here. Sure. I mean, we we definitely talk through any questions that a guest might have, and I think you know, generally speaking, people do have questions. But we're also very lucky that very um, savvy diners do come in. I think they have a very good sense of what they're headed into. Cause I think it takes um, energy to really find the restaurant. Um, but, um, th- I mean, we're, we're lucky. This day and age, people are really interested in eating interesting food. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes so you smarter I to try so. new to our, food. You know, it expands. I certainly, my palate itself has, has expanded a lot since, um, since opening this restaurant with Chef Jonathan. He's very talented. Food makes sense. It's not just meant to look weird on paper yeah. or um, test you in any way. Food really <laughs> does taste good. Does and he it usually reminds you of something else yeah. from your past. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what is, has, have you had any memories from your past when you've eaten something? Of course. Um, there's been one of the more memorable dishes when we first opened. He ma- prepared a veal sweetbreads dish that came with... Uh, pickled fennel and pickled mustard seeds and it was served crispy kind of like 
little chunks and uh, some fennel fronds on top. And eating all of that, which is a very French dish, I ate a lot of sweetbreads while I was in Paris last week, um, but it actually tasted like chicken nuggets dipped in sweet and sour sauce. So there's a lot of funny, I like, I like funny people, funny things, food that makes me laugh, and um, I think there's some humor to a lot of Chef Jonathan's <laughs> food, and it's very elegant too. I wonder what his house is like on Thanksgiving. Like, does he just do like KFC because he's exhausted, or does he? Ooh, let's ask him. Bust out all this stuff. Do we ask him? I mean, you, you know, he could anything. just put a nugget in some sweet and sour sauce. And I'd be happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I honestly would be just as happy with a little nugget. Nuggets are delicious. Hey. Uh, yeah, we'd love to start getting whatever. However, you guys want to do it. Yeah, whatever works for you. Thanks. Uh, thanks for doing this. Hey, yeah. Chef Jonathan. How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks. And uh, we were just talking. Uh, Jesse May had a, a great question for you. Can I come to your house for Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even cook. On Planning ahead. Uh, see, he doesn't cook on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I knew it. Smart. That's the way to go. Who cooks for you on Thanksgiving? My mom does all the cooking. Oh, oh yeah. Is that where you get your? My mom's a fantastic cook. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I get the ability definitely from her. That's cool. Look, all right. Let's take a picture of this first. Okay. Yeah. First of all, this isn't on the menu. This is a verbal thing only that you can eat at the bar. Uh, here's looking at you. So they have to know and order it only at the bar? You can only eat it at the bar. I like stuff like that. I like people need limitations in life. <laughs> you know, we have too much. You need to have like rules. Yeah. I think that's uh, cool. So what do they have to say? What do they call it when they order it? Just ask for the burger. Oh, just say, give me the burger. Because you only get it one way. No substitutions. Yep. Can't change anything on it one way. I don't like people messing with what I make. Yeah, especially w w the menu that we have seen. I mean, this is unreal. I wouldn't even know what to substitute. <laughs> this is the type of menu oh. when you look at it, you just have to trust. Let go and let God. Um, Chef Jonathan? Yeah. Can you put the microphone next to this burger? Yeah. I want uh, this chicken burger. This thing is crunching while well, like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. It sounds really good. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, wow. Yeah. So the chicken sandwich is a non-traditional chicken sandwich. It's like a play on a Japanese tempura and like a English like fish batter for like fish and chips. So what happens is that it stays super crispy and it doesn't it doesn't disintegrate and fall apart as you eat it and like all the toppings that are on it too. It keeps it keeps it from getting soggy. Are we just I, going in? I think we go in. What are you gonna go well, for? What do you uh, you got the chicken? Yeah. You got half a chicken there. And um, I've got the uh, the burger. But what's uh, so can you talk us through the ingredients or do you, is there is there a secret nature to it? So <laughs> the burger is a ninety percent grind of brisket. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's dried trimmings in there and then there's also bone marrow fat in there. Oh. So in total there's about eight ounces with between two patties white American cheese, and then our version of what is like a Russian and uh, like Thousand Island dressing type mm -hmm. of thing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then what's in uh, her thing that's oh my God. so good? So that's the batter fried chicken sandwich. And then on top is just pickled daikon. And then there's a like kimchi mayonnaise that we make. With Got a pickled, little, little hit to it. Yeah, a little bit of a spice. And then pickled jalapenos. I eat chicken sandwiches all the time. Yeah. And I realized I've never had a chicken sandwich until just now. <laughs> it's really something. Oh. You guys, this is like your little hidden. And I love how Lynn's having one. She's like, I probably, <laughs> she's like, I might as well take an advantage and have one too. I've had 50,000 times. Yeah, you probably just can't get enough of this. Well, burgers are her favorite food. Of all time. Yeah. 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 Wow. I don't, and especially here. We're going to taste this guy. Um, oh my God. Still half one. 
Do okay. you, what do you eat Burger when time. you go out? Like, what are some of your favorite places to eat at in the city? Uh, I eat a lot of like ethnic food when I go out. So I eat a lot of like Thai food, a lot of taco trucks, things like that. What do you get when you go Thai? I, I like I've tried to to expand beyond pad Thai. Right. It's such uh, a traditional dish. I like to go to Room Pair, which is over there off of Sunset. Or I mean Hollywood. Uh, I like to get like this like salted turnip and egg omelet. Ooh. Or the uh, like morning glory, which is like a, a water spinach. I like Thai vegetable dishes. Right. That sounds delicious. This is unbelievable. I mean, I'll eat the paper that it's sitting on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I really like this sauce a lot because I'm like, I've, I've, you know, not much of a fan of like, you know, Thousand Island or the secret sauce at McDonald's. But there's uh, something different about this. It's really on the burger. I like it. Yeah. Well, the one main thing is we use Japanese mayonnaise, uh-huh. like Kewpie mayonnaise, instead of using like Hellman's or Best oh. Foods. Like where it has like that. Yeah, that taste that is. gelatinous, pasty mm-hmm. thing to it. Like, and the, the Japanese mayonnaise is like really smooth and clean. It's made with soybean oil, so it's it's a better product. There's two That's cheeses it. on this. Two cheeses, two patties, I think. I don't want to break it apart. Oh, wow. So kind of like, is it two? Or is it, it must be two. Yeah, two patties and two slices of cheese. And then the bun, so nice and soft. It's almost like a Hawaiian roll. So both of the burgers, or both sandwiches have, we use Martin's potato rolls. It's the ultimate burger bun. Because as you guys can see, you're eating it and it doesn't fall apart. It doesn't disintegrate. It like sticks to it. Yeah, Martin's potato buns. I hate when people get those big thick ones that are like hockey pucks. And like, like the, you got like the, most the Costco ones. Apart, those, right. ugh, those things are terrible. Yeah, you dry. want it to fit it perfect, and you yeah. want it to be soft. And you're right; it doesn't fall apart for some reason, even though it's so soft. Yep. I am so glad I blazed before I came here. Not that it really <laughs> matters, because you really don't need to. But my palate is on fire right now. I wanted to tell you. You just reminded me. We're going to. Uh, uh, Andy's with me, or as Doug calls him, Rodrigo. Um, oh, Rodrigo, because we're off. We're off to go to Joshua Tree, right after this. We're gonna go on a little thing, and what are we gonna do in Joshua Tree? Take peyote. <laughs> Andy. What? All right. Okay. So. And then social really? services came to Karen's home. What are, Karen. we, what are we really gonna do? Smoke a little weed. <laughs> All right. Andy, this guy. he's nine years old, folks. Where is he getting this? Oh, he said he's almost 10. Yeah, well, then it's fine. We yep. practiced our routine all the way over here. He has no idea what any of that means. And, um, he will. And w- we won't be doing that. But uh, we will. Well, one of the things. That was fun. You like that? Yeah. Thanks. I'm literally just shoving food <laughs> in my face. <laughs> It was like a, you know, it was like dinner theater watching him do that. I thought it was like kind of like a ventriloquist thing because he was kind of like a ventriloquist. It looked like it. It's true. Um, So you guys are really going to Joshua Tree? Yeah, we are. We're going to take off for Joshua Tree right directly after this with um, some friends. And we got a really cool place there where it's got, like, you can't see any other places from the place. And we'll go hiking one day. We're going to go to Pappy and Harriet's, which is like their big popular place, right? That'll be fun. We're going to have dinner there and then go to the old western town there. And I've never been. So, I mean, I've been to Joshua Tree once, but just I've to never been. very briefly, just to check it out. Where do you where do you get your inspiration for, like, all of this seems like it comes from all over the world. Like, your flavors. What's your, what inspires you? Because you're obviously really creative and artistic with your food choices. All of it just really comes from trying to pay ode to, like, the city. You know what I mean? So, you know, we have so many different ethnicities, so many different types of, you know, for lack of a better word, like flavor in the city. Yeah. So it's like kind of like just trying to bring those little nuances from different cultures together, but not, you know, honoring them in such a, like a traditional way. In right. In terms of just applying it to like a more modern technique and things like that. This is, this is the perfect amount. You know, we always talk about it. People like, they'll just bring like huge piles of stuff. You know, we, and then we, we can't eat it all. This is absolutely perfect. Yeah, well, also, and just a, a terrific the sandwich uh, size, the burger. Uh, that was like a whole one of those is like, you know, a perfect amount. It's it a is. half pound burger <laughs> with yeah. everything on there. It's huge. Yeah, it's really. Uh, it looks small, but it's really big. filling. Yeah. But also, uh, you know, I'm sure you have people come in and, and uh, share these things because they're 
fun to have uh, more than one thing. The chicken's amazing. That chicken's unreal. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, I've been going to Baja Fresh for years, and <laughs> you know your chicken. <laughs> I know my You're not chicken. messing around. I go, I go there so often. The guy knows what I want. I walk in, he just puts the order in. I get my chicken tortilla sandwich with enchilada sauce. Well, what are you Fancy. gonna do? Where are you gonna go now? Now? Yeah. I'm gonna take a five day nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm let this food just travel through my system very slowly because I don't want to let it go. And we should let the people know these are very easy to divide up if you want to share one. Yeah, they, they don't break apart. Feels they like stay I just full. Said that. Yeah, I feel no, like you, you just said but that. But you didn't say that they stay together. <laughs> Am I in a time warp? This food has us in, yeah. in a moment. The food's like, shh, just stay here. That's yeah, easy. To just cut enjoy. It. It's true. Um, <laughs> what is the uh, what does a burger go for? How much does that uh, cost to consume? The burger is fifteen on the menu. Same thing with the chicken sandwich. That is perfect. That is great. It's should I f- should I dice this again? Yes. Do one more. Because I can't have it sitting yeah. here. You gotta do it. Um, guys, I think you've left us a little speechless. Maybe I don't maybe. know. Maybe, which maybe. is odd because we're we're so everyone's good. digging back in for usually more. <laughs> usually we'll sit there, you know, we'll, we'll taste, we'll chit chat. Now it's like a lot of silence. I'm going People back thinking in. how There's much more they're gonna have of it. There's a quarter left. I, I I didn't take the whole thing. I'm being generous, but. It's not going to last long. How do you do the, um, so you get the rat, it's daikon radish, and then you just pickle just a little bit. It's a, is it a day pickle thing or is it? It's a hot pickle. So you, it's just, all it is is distilled vinegar, water, and sugar. And it just does it in how long? How, until it's ready? It'll be mm. ready like the second you dump it oh, over. Oh, it's, uh, it's immediately. Like 30 seconds, yeah. Oh, it's really good. That's a, that's a fun thing to make for yeah, people simple. don't know. You guys busy on, on the weekends? Like, is it every night? Have you started to pick up? Like, are there, do you do like any special things during the week? Early Friday and Saturdays are always really predominantly bit the busy parts yeah. in the week, but like uh, every now and then we get crazy like Mondays and things like that that come out of nowhere. But it's, we're a pretty steady restaurant. Yeah. Do you do stuff for the holidays? You just kind of keep it cool and classy because you guys don't need to because your food is fucking amazing. Uh, we're most holidays we're either closed or the ones like you know New Year's and things like that were open. We'll sometimes do special menus and things like that. Valentine's Day. What else do we do? Oh yeah, lobsters on New Year's things mm. like that. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's where we're coming. I'll be, you know, it's a good time for a plug. I'll be in Austin, Texas on New Year's at the uh, Cap City Comedy Club. Oh, nice. Fun club. So fun. Fun city. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Have have you worked on New Year's pretty much, would you say, every New Year's? Most, yeah. Because I continue to eat the chicken. Um, But I had a question about, is there plans to have more than one? Of, of this restaurant in town? We're working on a second concept, but it's completely different than this. It's more of an all-day kind of, like, diner concept. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm there. Yeah, she'll go to that. Yeah. It's diner food's the best. Yep. I agree. Diner food's my favorite. And I want to see what you do to diner food. It's literally going to be a diner that's created for adults. It's like... Have you been cut. to Jay Nichols? No, I have not. Okay. Here's my gift to you. Marina Del Rey, Jay Nichols. Have you been? Oh, Foodies? wait. Foodies? I've been by, yeah, but I know what you're talking about. I've never been inside, yeah. I gotta go check it out. Really I grew good. up in a beach city town, and that's what I always ate at, was at diners and stuff. Check it out. I think you might enjoy it. Yeah. I know it was good when the first day I went there, I saw Action Bronson leaving, and he had sauce in his beard. I'm like, this is a joint. This is a place. <laughs> <laughs> he's a foodie, too. He yeah. is? Yeah. So if he's going, you know it's good. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely check it out. It's a fancy diner. I watched him carbo load once, like um, in between his, you know, his last song and the encore. He just walked off stage and was like, "Where's my, you know, where's my pasta?" <laughs> they just handed him a huge plate of pasta and he just shoved it all in his mouth and went back out and did the rest of Mid-show his show. Mid-show pasta break? Yeah, that's amazing. That's legendary. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that on stage in between jokes. Where's I, my meatball sandwich? I think where's he started the show hungry and was just looking forward to that pasta oh, yeah. the whole time. And then he got it in before he went out for the encore. That's good motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's, a, here's my gift to the listeners, uh, especially in the L.A. area. If you're going to see something over at the Wiltern on Wilshire and Western, that is a very short walk. And you should eat here first. What's, that, what's the a really Wiltern? good idea? Yeah. Wiltern. Venue? Yeah. yeah. The theater right Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they get uh, concerts and, uh, you know, comedy and music, all, all sorts of stuff there all the time. And uh, I've whenever I've gone to that venue, I've nev- there's never been a walking distance place. It'd be great to yeah. go grab something to eat. If you so you, must, you must get a lot of that. We do. Yeah. 
Especially when it's the bigger shows. Like, we get a lot of early diners, and then sometimes the late night people out of the show, and they come and get drinks and stuff like that. Yeah. You open till what, two? Are you open all the way? Or? Uh, Friday, Saturday, we're open until 11, and then the rest of the week, we're open until 10. Okay. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it's uh, a bar. There's a bar, but people come for the food, right? Yeah. What's yeah. been the hardest thing in this process for you guys owning a restaurant? Uh, I feel like it's each other, the way you look pass at each the, other. Pass, pass the mic. <laughs> you looked at Lynn and you both. <laughs> I mean, it's all hard, but it's all extremely rewarding. I think Chef Jonathan and I love difficulties and challenges. Um, I think, honestly, the hardest part besides ensuring that guests arrive every night so that we can do what we do best, which is serve them food and great drinks, um, is managing staff. It's, um, it's an art form. It's, it's something that is important to me and I know it's important to chef because that's what chefs do is that they inspire cooks to do the best work that they can do in the kitchen but um, I don't know I feel like it's very possible that other restaurants don't spend um, a ton of time trying to inspire you know waiters or bartenders or hostesses to you know do great work but um, I do I think it's it's not, it's not just a job. I really do believe that you can learn skills. Um, you can learn a lot of skills about how to handle humans, which is really what life is, and, and to achieve the best and to treat people well and to care about them. And so to meet that's great people like the hat lady. Like the hat we lady. meet the coolest people we at meet places the like coo- this. You know, Chef Tessa, our pastry chef, who makes that warm mochi, we were sitting at the bar last night just catching up about croissants in Paris and all of that, and I wanted to taste her new dessert, and we sat next to these two amazing women um, it just happened to be, and they were best friends since they were 21, and they were celebrating the one friend's 50th birthday, and they were headed to the Wiltern Theater to see Elvis Costello, and they were fabulous. Like, That's truly, just what you said. Perfect night. Such Perfect great night. guests, <laughs> you know, and then she started showing us pictures of her handsome sons in their 30s, and it was just, it was just so much. You got their Actually, number? Do you have a number? She's married number. now. This yeah. is how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we're very to, lucky that we meet really cool original people that and come in and dine that, here and the people who work for you are engaging enough that or that they they're interested in everybody that comes in i think so yeah we have yeah. an amazing staff truly it's not the kind of place john taffer's gonna pop in to, no. from bar rescue no you gotta go and start screaming <laughs> at you. not. you're gonna Definitely put in a butt <laughs> funnel where's the butt funnel <laughs> there's fiberglass and the chicken tenders that was I my invented favorite the episode butt funnel. that's what he goes around saying <laughs> He invented it. Yeah, it's yeah. his idea to make people have to get too close together to get to the oh my, other side of the right. room. Oh, and wow. That, that creates a you know, more, more fun nightclub vibe in the bar. Wow. Yeah. The butt funnel. Yeah. As seen on TV. All of a sudden, <laughs> we find out he actually did come into this place early on, and that's how <laughs> 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 Oh, God. Yeah, no butt funnel here. No, no it's none. great. This has been great. This you is guys so are terrific. Just- so fun to talk to. Yeah. You so guys should in- come in for a full-out meal. Oh, okay. I'm I mean, taking 100%. People, people will order 10 things and the chicken sandwich and the burger. I mean, it's just a small part of it. Oh, it's yeah. a fraction kind of, of an experience. A, my husband There's here. no way I'm not coming. You guys are going to ha- probably call the cops on me a couple times because... We call the cops on people often. <laughs> just be under the bar. <laughs> I'm going to be here when you open. Oh, yeah, just I was busy. Uh, I was sweeping. And are the hush puppies ready or... <laughs> I just saw hush puppies on the menu. Am I imagining... Octopus hush puppies. Bye. Do people have... Okay. <laughs> Wait. Six I don't know if you're, that was a positive review no, or it negative. It's like, it's so good I have to leave. I need to leave and think about it and come back. I have to reset my brain. Mm. Os- oc- octopus. I can't even say it because it's not a word or phrase that's come out of my mouth before. Let's play the uh, what we would order. Okay. okay. <laughs> I've already seen. I already... You already have one yeah. picked out? I think I'm really... Uh, and then you'll tell us whether or not it's a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, stay away from that. Uh, wow! Oh my goodness! I know. I mean, what? What? The, I think the game is what wouldn't I order? Because you'd want to order everything. I think I'm going at the. Uh, I think I'd go yellow corn ribs. Wow! I'm going wow. yellowtail all They're the, the way. They're the cutest things to eat ever. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do they look like? They look like little riplets. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Chef Jonathan, he cuts up. I mean, he can tell you better, but it's a. I love. I think it's just the cutest thing, and people laugh every time we drop them <laughs> off at the tables. They're like, "What are these?" Oh, um, that's so fun. But he 
cuts them up. <laughs> he cuts a whole corn on the cob into eight pieces, and then you and then they're deep fried, and then it's covered in poblano vinaigrette and some cotilla cheese, and then you dip it in this cotilla crema. They're so good, and so you nibble off the corn kernels, and then you drop the cob into a little cup on the side that we provide That's for adorable. you. I love every it. That is adorable. I want to do that. I like People ask every tail. night, is there ribs in the corn ribs? No, it's just... That's my thought. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And they're not. They're just cute corn ribs. Let's talk about the blood cake. What's That's what you'd order? No, I would order... <laughs> no, I, I would. I would want to. I would taste anything on here, obviously. I mean, this all looks yeah, delicious. Yeah, what's the blood cake? That but sounds no, like the it should octopus, be in the Hush puppy look amazing. I always order beets every time I go to a restaurant. It's like I can't get away from it, and these look amazing. Miso tofu with wasabi and almond duka. What's a duka? Duka or duka? Duka. It's like a Middle Eastern spice of, like, crushed nuts with, like, uh, sesame seed and fennel seed, all this stuff. Like, yeah, that, everything. I mean, it all looks delicious. It's a smart Literally. menu because the only way to really enjoy this place is to keep coming back. Because <laughs> everything looks so Yeah, you can't unique. have all these things right, you can't. Uh, at, at one time. Too. We constantly change things. Like right now, we're going to change quite a bit of stuff. How many people is the 32-ounce beef rib chop for? <laughs> That's a lot. 32 ounces. Four. four. And you just, do, you, do you cut it up for them at the table? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, the, not table the table in the back of the in kitchen. In the back, yeah, yeah and get it all ready. I mean, there's a guy that comes in and eats them at the bar by himself. What? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, what's up, Kevin? Yeah. Kevin. Shout out to Kevin's, Kevin. Kevin's not afraid Beef of, rib of the initials MP. Yeah. He doesn't care that it's market price. Street, and he comes in like right before his shifts, and he'll crush like an entire steak, a salad, some frog legs, and like two cocktails, yeah. and then go to work. <laughs> That's a baller. <laughs> what's he do? Him. What is he, a stockbroker? He's like a 175-pound like Vietnamese kid. He's not even that big. He's not big. This what do one. you think, Jessie Mae? What's the uh, one that you, uh, what, I mean, what would you order? If you, if you just had to order one thing. The yellowtail. That yellow looks so tail, amazing. Yellowtail, coconut, Fresno chili. And Fresno is a lower case F, so it's not from the city of Fresno. The, it's not the city of Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> Basil, shallot, and arar. Arar? Arare. Arare. The Japanese like, rice cracker. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is that is that a, also an excellent choice? Did she do? I good? mean, that's one of the crowd favorites for sure. Is a yellow tail. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Beef tartar. I like it. I mean, the whole thing. It's just. But I do. What is blood cake? Yes. It literally is a cake that we you take like polenta and uh, and pig's blood and you cook it until it starts to coagulate. And there's, uh, there's also some eggs and stuff like that and that we fold into it and then you literally bake it in a little pan and then flop it out and slice it and pan fry it. Whoa, I was not expecting literal blood. Yeah, pig's blood. What's, what? How? People love it. Yeah. There's still a it? lot of it. <laughs> I'm so intrigued. Have one little. What's the, um, is there, <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> I have so many questions. Go ahead, the calm blood. down. Okay. You can do it. No, they don't. I can't get it at Baja Fresh. That's the first question. So thank you for squaring that away. Um, what What is the nutritional value of blood? There's all types of like iron, iron. things like that inside yeah. of it. It's got a lot of a lot of like vitamins and properties in it. Wow, I never thought about just eating blood. <laughs> it's very popular. I just that's honestly has never crossed my mind to just like I'm going to get some blood cake. <coughs> it sounds well, so fancy. This is your chance. <laughs> I'm back and give it a, that scares give it a me. try. This menu's scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's emotional. It's a very emotional menu. You're right. Your food evokes emotions. She's crying. Karen had to walk away because she's crying about the blood she cake. she choked on the deliciousness of that. <laughs> What's um, your favorite thing? Uh, my favorite thing's probably the, probably the mackerel toast. Mackerel toast? Just the first one on the menu, the first item. Oh, that's, well, mackerel's really it's healthy. Japanese mackerel, it's like pickled in like uh, brown rice vinegar, some yuzu <laughs> and stuff like that. And then it goes on top of a, like a Japanese seashell leaf, which is a type of mint. And then some marscapone that has yuzu in it on top of like uh, an ancient grain bread from uh, Scandinavia. So it's kind of like a play on like a Jewish jelly, kind of like yeah. you know, eating herring on toast, but it's I was going to say, you got flavors. some Scandinavian, that's like yeah. a, I mean, you need a passport to eat here. <laughs> I just asked uh, Rodrigo what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still choking on your food. <laughs> the food's so good, you'll choke I, on it. I did. I ate it too fast. Um, but I said, what do you think of the burger? And he goes, if all my fingers were thumbs, they'd all be up. <laughs> uh, 
That's a great food review. He should be a food reviewer. That's a really cool little anecdote. Yeah. I mean, he's adorable. I don't know, folks. <laughs> he's adorable. Um, He'll be adorable. Do you guys family. have uh, social media that we should uh, share with the listeners? We do. We have an Instagram page. Oh, I bet you that's going awesome. Right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think Tessa told me it's almost reaching 10 grand followers. That's without Whoa. hashtags, everybody. That's not, that's a big deal. That's a big deal <laughs> for a restaurant. Absolutely. Um, the handle is here is looking at ULA. It's on Twitter as well. H Lay O U L A. H Lay. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to DM you every <laughs> a day. A lot of food pics. <laughs> Like, yeah. How's how's the yellowtail? Our DMs get slid into often. I'm sliding in. You're gonna slide in for a slider right now. You're gonna come in and have blood cake, Jesse May. Everybody it's gonna be, be a great day, and you're gonna yeah. have frog legs too. <laughs> I am. I've never. I'm gonna try things I've never tried in my life here. Guarantee. We get so many first-time frog leg eaters. I regret that we never took pictures of everybody and put them on a wall. Oh yeah, the first yeah. frog leg. I mean, club. people are so proud of themselves after they do it too. It's it's really sweet. You could start that, the first Frog Legs Club. I love that. No, but I already missed all the people, and it's just not fair. I'll come in. I'll be your first first one. I'll do a frog <laughs> leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a frog I'll leg. I'll do a frog leg. I'll do a pork belly. I'll do a blood cake. Those I'll ladies be- that I was talking about last night, they ordered frog legs because they were bullied into it by two dudes sitting next to them. And they were like, we won't talk to you again if you don't order the frog legs. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> they were so cute. <laughs> I can't wait to come back. What would you, if someone asked, um, basically I'm asking, do you, can you compare frog legs to anything, like what they taste like? Uh, they, they, honestly, they taste like chicken. Yeah. They have the same texture. I didn't want to say that because that's what people say all the time. No, they do. They, I mean, it has that's, a moisture kind of like texture to it because it's not, they don't dry out as easily as like, say, like the white meat of chicken. Mm-hmm. That's what I would compare it to, is like the white meat of chicken. Where are the frogs, where do they come from? From China. Whoa. Chinese frog legs. Mm-hmm. We have chickens in our backyard. <laughs> you guys want some eggs? Yeah. <laughs> All right, next time I come in, I'm going to give you some eggs, okay? They need duck eggs is what they need. Where are your eggs from, though? Because that frog is or from China. I want, like, I want eggs from, like, Lithuania. If we're going to, like, keep it even. They're from Ojai. Okay. <laughs> I love Ojai. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Any further questions? No, I just... I'm literally my mind is we're all sitting here thinking about when I can come back. <laughs> I'm like, can I make it back here tomorrow night? I'm trying to like squeeze it in my schedule before I go away for the holidays. Oh, you're going back uh, east. Yeah. Do you have any pluggies? Uh, I'll be at the Buffalo Helium December 6th. I'll be at Yonkers Comedy Club December 14th, and then uh, USO tour the 20th to the 27th. Oh wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. You going with other comics that you know? I'm one of the only comics on that specific tour. They have uh, Sean White, Will Wilmer Vadal. Yeah, that guy. I think he's. I think he's on the menu. Fez. Fez. (laughs) (laughs) And myself. Yeah. Neat. That's a great deal. I'm excited about that group. Yeah, Iraq, Afghanistan, and then Germany and Italy. Wow. Who was the first person again? Um, Sean White. Sean Sean White. White. He's very the flying tomato. Yeah. Which would be a great restaurant name. I don't know why he hasn't gotten into the restaurant. He might. Biz. He's got clothes. Yeah, he should. My boys both wore his clothes for. Yep. You know, he almost uh, died once when he was a kid in a skating accident at a at a uh, festival uh, in uh, I forget which city we were in, but it was for MTV had this sports and music festival, and they had him doing a, a, a display run on the half pipe with a full size yeah, man with Austin and me, and they. Smashed right into each other, and it was like his head hit the thing, and they, they you know, he was lucky to survive it. But uh, I bring it up to him every time I see I'm him. Gonna, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up There's to him. There's video of Just it. Just go, it's yeah. Horrendous. My friend Doug was uh, nearby that when that happened. <laughs> when you almost died, when you had an NDE on yeah. the half pipe. And it was funny too because they had like paramedic types, you know, or EMTs like right there for anything like that that would happen. This one guy jumped up and he was running over to, to, you know, to help him. And he had a big, you know, go bag full of whatever they, they have in it. And it would like hit himself in the ass and made him trip and fall like, while trying to get to this kid. <laughs> right? Exactly. It was like we're all this really horrifying moment. And it was also still kind of funny <laughs> that the guy fell down. 
But Sean survived and went on to. Uh, I heard. I heard he won some awards. Yeah, yeah, he's won a couple. <laughs> I think he's, he's got. He's doing a, okay. He's got a medal or two. Yeah, he's doing okay. Um, sea bream. Fish. Yeah, but I had bream recently in a sushi place, and it was very unpleasant. Did they? They did something wrong, obviously. I like bream sushi. It's probably just old. Yeah, it's probably. Is oh. that it? They gave us old bream. Oh. Yeah, because all fresh <laughs> fish is the most raw and hard to say it's not delicious <laughs> if yeah. it's fresh. Yeah, yeah, it was what really weird how not good it was. But um, you know, I didn't have any previous experience with with bream. Like, what is it? Uh, like what's snapper. the dish like when when you put this all together with the carrot curry and tomato? It's a play on Indian food, and it's we wanted to come up with a fried fish that was battered but didn't have any gluten in it, so it's battered in like a chickpea base. Wow, it's like chickpea flour, water, there's like lemon juice and stuff in it. We dredge it in that and fry it, and it gets kind of puffy. And then we serve it with the curry and, like, this pickled salad on top. It's, it's very Indian. Karen's so I'm in because she's, she's gluten-free now. Um, well, I'm only Not by my, choice. Yeah, my doctor told me. But it's not because of what's the, th- the disease that people – it's just for other reasons. But anyway, I couldn't help it. I was – because of the way you guys were talking, this is the first gluten I've had in a long time. <laughs> oh, boy. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens in, in the Jackson I'll be Jackson proof to hole. tell people, you know, yeah. you can have a little and it doesn't do anything to you. Yeah. Or I'll be like, oh, I was not feeling too good my first day You might need trip. peyote after it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the greatest idea going out, going out in the desert. I don't care. I was like, I'm doing it. So the last time I did it was about a year ago at... Uh, um, flour and water in San Francisco, and I just had to eat that pizza, so I did in a big way. God, I'm glad I don't have that gluten thing because I love bread and pasta and all those things. Yeah, well, yeah, most people can have it, I guess. That's mm. what I'm thinking. I mean, I mean, it's only recently that you decided we shouldn't be having it. Yeah, they just told me because of my stupid thyroid. Last time I saw you, I had a thyroid. Yes. The issue with people and gluten is the reality. It's it's enriched gluten's that have been like flours and grains that have been stripped. Of their nutrients and then artificial stuff put back in. That's where people have problems. Sounds like yeah. half the women in Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> no, like they, say, they say people who have uh, gluten problems, they can eat sourdough bread, no problem. It's actually good for them. I haven't tried well, it yet. Technically, all bread traditionally is a sourdough starter. You can't start bread without souring something to make it. Ooh. So the reality is that it's when we started making bread in the 50s and started enriching stuff is that it screwed everybody up. Oh. The pillars of civilization were built on making bread. We have to like, blame Wonder Bread, yeah. basically, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Wonder Bread. It's probably straight up Wonder white bread, bread with, yeah. with all that stuff in it. Enriched. <laughs> Nothing should be enriched except for people. Your food shouldn't be enriched. That's not. Anytime I see enriched, I'm like, mm, it's going to go yeah. down bad. Indigestion. You mean injected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karen, do you have anything to share with the listeners about your I got the adventures? Usual. No, I Other than going to Joshua Tree? No, no, I'm doing the usual. It's going to come out, and, and uh, you're going to like this, Jesse May, too, is the, uh, the Rescue Dog Show. Ooh! Which I have been, like, people have told me my whole career, oh, we, can you do this uh, pet show for, you know, for us? It's this and that, and it never comes through. Well, finally, folks, I'm doing one. That's great. Rescue Show, best wiggle butt, best couch potato. Yes. Best listener. The dogs just, like, show their ears that go up, and you go, ah, and they go, ah. <laughs> That's a, that's a category. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. It'll be, I think it's on, uh, oh gosh, now I can't remember. I think it's Hallmark. How about, how about bounciest gate? Yeah. That should be. Because I love when a dog just yeah. bounces for no reason. Or they pounce on just something. bounce down the street. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like, like a cat. <laughs> Who humps hmm. the most? Um, okay, well, that's cool. So we'll look forward to, uh, to seeing yeah, that. Yeah, I'll tell you when it comes on. I don't I'm going to be... I'm going to be one of the hosts along with Ungayo Bilam at the uh, Emerald Cup in nice. uh, Santa Rosa, December 15th and 16th at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. So if you're fixing to go to that thing, come say, say hi to me. And uh, thank you again a million times yes, to please. Here's Looking at You on what's this street right here? We're on 6th and Oxford. Oxford. But very close to Western and the intersection of Wilturn, Wilshire and Western and the Wilturn Theater. And um, a great night. Yeah, this was amazing. Thank you so much for, for having us. And um, anything else? Well, you did forget to say something. 
I know because it's just it's been so quiet and nice I in know. here. Just Usually at the beginning of the show, I like scream that we're gonna eat, and Karen jumps. I and it's always fun to make her it. jump, and she doesn't know when I'm gonna say it. But I just feel like the, Today wasn't the, the atmosphere time. is really mellow. It's, it's, it's you just, read the room. It'd just be weird to suddenly be like, "We're gonna eat." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry to put you through that. I know it scares everybody, right and I know that's what's gonna happen. I still <laughs> you look at Aristotle. It's, it's just, a, it's just a, yeah. He's got to throw the <laughs> headphones off. Oh, and thank you to Aristotle, uh, Aristotle and uh, Starburns for being our new uh, podcast home. I've heard great things about and Starburns. Yeah, and they're, mm-hmm. you know, this thing's going right to the top, this Maybe. podcast now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be called Dining with Doug and Karen, now it's Dining with D and K. Yeah, keep like it short. Just, Get right to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and, and thank you to Jessime Peluso as well. Oh, of course. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you for feeding me. and Jonathan and Jessime and Karen for all of those people and for Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys still have some chicken left on that plate. I expect that plate to be cleaned. Okay. So... Bon appetit, mother effers. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Snow peas, brie cheese, our plates are clean. We dined with Doug and Karen. I like Donnie with Doug and Mommy. It's a good show. <laughs> <laughs>